righty, all righty. Hey, and welcome back to season three. Man, we're on season three. <laughs> this is season three of the Against the Current podcast. My name is Rudy Garcia, and I have Danny Perry of Ornamental. Danny Perry of Ornamental with me. <laughs> Quick news, just to let you guys know, for the most part, for the most part, unless I have an, another guest or something like that, Danny is going to be the co-host. Perfect. Yep. So now it's right. Rudy Garcia and Danny Perry on That's the right. Against the Current podcast. Yeah. Man, I'm excited. Perfect. I kind of took a, a a break right when you and I made the decision to like co-host and, and like just be on this together. It kind of took like an unexpected little hiatus. Uh, certain things happened. Um, but we're back. Better than ever. Yeah. <laughs> and ready to keep talking to you guys about stuff that hopefully you love. And if you don't, it is what it is. If you don't like this podcast... You think Jurassic Park is the greatest movie of all time, and you have <laughs> terrible taste. God. <laughs> so what's new, Danny? What, what's what's new in these past couple months that we haven't spoken to these fine listeners of this OK podcast? <laughs> um, you know, actually, um, good things have happened. Uh, we've been played on the radio more. Um, got some magazines waiting on us to make some negotiations so that they can properly put reviews out there. There's part of the music business that I haven't talked about, but yeah, essentially you gotta, they review you and they talk about you, but then to put you out there, you gotta pay for it. So it's kind of that kind of thing where, you know, they're um, running a business. So of course. And um, sometimes it's a lot of money. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. besides that, um, it's awesome. The reviews have been great for the new release. And we are currently in the talks of possibly recording new music. Hello. Brand new music on top of the new music that we just released. And... Uh, a new music video. Hello. That's nothing like Beyonce Pale Horse. <laughs> <laughs> Just let Beyonce Pale Horse die, Danny. I'm, oh, I'm really the only one that likes it. I think we removed it on our YouTube channel. Wild. Because we all agreed that it is probably the worst music video we could have ever made so we it's it's the worst music video of all time just like uh, jurassic park is the worst movie of all time there you go as a matter exactly. of fact the auto pale horse is about jurassic park yeah yeah inspired by <laughs> jurassic park the pale horse is my pride and joy leaving me in jurassic park on isla sorna Oh my gosh, <laughs> bro! So stupid. It's so dumb. I know, man. But on my side, good. everything's other than that. Other than Beyond the Pale Horse, everything's good. 
man, everything's good, man. You know, everything, you know, we're just working very hard. Uh, just opened up a new TikTok that um, trying to create content for, but we just released it, telling our PR guy to promote it. Have, um, you, have you posted anything on it? We got a couple of videos so far and we just gonna post more things. Um, so far, uh, so a little bit of uh, news about the band. Uh, Tony got COVID, he's currently recovering. Uh, in his house and uh, Ariel broke his shin in two different places so as of Bro. right now yeah so as of right now uh, most of the content's gonna be done by me and the reason why we've been a little slow is because the whole band has pretty much been uh, a little separate everybody's been home um, on their own either recovering or just can't come over obviously because broken legs <laughs> so Dude. uh for the most part it's just me right now uh post a couple videos on tiktok gonna do more and just gonna see where that goes man sucks for them bro yeah man another more important news <laughs> exactly yeah now man i hope <laughs> they get better i hope they get better um they should be fine yeah oh fine they're young strong Healthy boys. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Um, on my side, I just finished getting my real estate license. My son is a month away from being born. That's so crazy. Our so music, crazy. your my music. We have a song that's actually close to coming out. Yeah, that's right. Weeks, me and Danny are our own little side project. Yeah, um, we have a we're close to finishing up a song and and releasing it for you guys. Um, still working on the book, Forged by Fire is still available on Amazon. Talked about this on the Shazam podcast. That was on the Shazam podcast a couple weeks ago with our friends Sam and Chantel. You can find the Shazam podcast at Shazam podcast on on Instagram. I think I'll I'll link it. Um, <laughs> I talked about it over there. Interesting story. When I first released this, the book, I uploaded the wrong freaking file. Oh yeah, that's right. I the unedited it. file, and like a hundred copies were sold of like an unedited version of the book. <laughs> like terrible, Grant. Just terrible stuff. Man, everyone was telling me, bro, fire your editor, bro. Shh, that person sucks. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? Which is funny because your editor was my editor for the new album, too. Yeah, and she doesn't suck. And she doesn't suck. So it's just a mistake. Completely my fault because I'm a duck. The duck is source Rex, bro. But I fixed the mistake you can get your edited version complete version of forged by fire right now on amazon or you can go to rudygarciabooks.com there you go order it through there um and little news again kind of like drop the scoop over there on on the shazam podcast um 
later this year, hopefully later this year, we're aiming to release a second edition of the book, of the first book. Oh, that's awesome. So it's so, going to be like an every year kind of thing. Um, We're trying to. I'm trying to have the second book finished for next year. To that's be released awesome. next year, yeah. That's awesome. So Which we'll is see funny. Yeah. Because um, next year, um, and we haven't announced it, we're going too soon. Um, but I can say it here. Um, next year, we are going to be recording a whole new record. Nice, man. Uh, Full length, like 12 songs, an EP. What you what you aiming for? Uh, a short, I'm going to call it a short album. So it's not going to be 12 songs. It's going to be at most eight. At most. A long, EP. Be, a long EP. A long EP. A long EP. That's a, yeah, a short record, a long EP. Yeah. And uh, this will be the heaviest thing we've ever done. Oh, gosh. Like, like, Suicide Note Part 2, Pantera type heavy or heavy? Yeah. Yeah. Like, our, our initial, our initial conversation when we're having a meeting about it, and this was probably a couple years ago, um, we had plans to record and we've been talking about it. But the initial idea was that we're going to make a album that sounds like Slipknot's Iowa mixed with Pantera's Vulgar Display of Power. It's gonna be- Yeah, so, you know, this album was all about, you know, mixing between the mainstream and the non-mainstream and just mixing that all together to get a big audience. But this record is going to be for our longtime ornamental followers that have been with us through the knit and grit that want to hear just the heavy stuff. And that okay. I'll be them. Man. So I'm really excited about that. Man, and and it's just more of a question, not as not as a like a like to be judgy, but just to nitpick your brain. Of course. Um, why in in the sense of you know popular music and popular rock and modern rock yeah. and stuff like that it's kind of going away from that real heavy stuff of like, yeah. Iowa and, and our and stuff yeah. like that it's it's happening but like the only people that are doing slipknot heavy songs are slipknot yeah and they're being successful is because they're slipknot right Mm-hmm. Why? That would do. You, why would you guys? Why would Ornamental make that that decision? For one reason, and it's because we want to do something that we don't. So that the very initial. It's funny you say that. Um, you know what is everybody doing, right? And I was just listening to the radio with my mom. We're we're in uh, her new car, and it's like a it's like a eco friendly car and all that kind of stuff. Mm, and we're great. listening to yeah, <laughs> it has a great sound system. Okay. And we're listening to all these modern rock songs, and my mom was saying, "Man, like there's no everything's safe. You know, all the rock songs that are being played on the radio." <laughs> It's all safe. It sounds safe, right? And yeah, it's all formula. It's all about what's up. Exactly. It's it's, and everybody's copying each other. 
And sure. that's such a big, that's such a big issue with me and such a big issue for her. So we thought, you know what, man? What we're gonna do is make a record that's against that. And it's gonna be something that we're so gonna be say, in our own little world. You'd say a record that goes against the current? Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. That's a, yes, no pun intended, yes. I, we, we're I, purposely gonna make a record pun. that's against that. Yeah. No, I absolutely. fully intended the pun, yeah. <laughs> It's it that's that's literally it. And yeah. and uh it's exciting because then as we're doing that, you and I are gonna be doing the others. Yeah, man. And that stuff is just awesome. It's like we the kingdom kind of stuff, and it's sure. got this like blues rock sound, and obviously there's more, and I know that people are gonna hear something different, but there is gonna be more than just uh, I guess the blues rock attitude. It's gonna be. There's gonna be a lot of retro sounds. There's gonna be a lot of new things coming in. It's gonna be very artistic. Writing those songs, I personally gravitate towards um, the blues rock. The the call it outlaw country. Um, I know that old school outlaw country is like Johnny Cash. And all yeah. Them. Yeah. But I mean more like a Tyler Childers and and Coulter Wall style. Yeah. Country where it's dark, it's gritty, it's not this mainstream country. But I just naturally gravitate towards that because that's what I'm listening to a lot. But what I want is, like you said, like retro sounds and and but rock. Um undertone to everything and like and i think what i've decided in my head the way to achieve that is really just to make sure that i get on your guitar on every single song i just have to make sure i get you and your tone a solo maybe no solo maybe the guitar's just doing rhythm but i gotta make sure in my head that I fit you and your tone on the guitar in every single song. That's Bro, my that's, that's my cool. goal. It's and it's an, and it's awesome because I was just watching a video and it's funny we're talking about this because I was just watching a video the other day um, from a non-Christian YouTube channel. I guess we could I guess we can kind of shift the conversation to make to talk about something pretty interesting. Go ahead. Um, I watched a video from a non-Christian YouTube channel about um, uh, the issues of the modern-day contemporary Christian music industry. Sure. And there were Christians that are still Christians that are in the uh, interview, and they're talking about a lot of stuff that's going on in that music industry that people don't really know about. And they were bringing up a lot of things and I'm like, you know, it's kind of funny they're saying that because I kind of felt the same way too. And one of the things that they were saying, uh, aside from some of the moral issues and some of the uh, issues that overall I think the Western church has been kind of going through for the past um, 10 plus years, uh, they were saying how a lot of the 
Christian artists are always playing safe, right? There's always this thing about playing it safe. And that a lot of guitar players in modern contemporary Christian music is just the edge 2.0. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's just, it's just you two. 2.0 it's like a lot of yeah. guitar players are just copying what edge did and on you and it's so funny because you hear a lot of churches really having all those sounds that the edge used and there's really no new things going on and so yeah. i have this argument with some people at my church where they're saying oh well that's just not the christian tone i'm like well what is the christian tone what is that what does that quote even mean what does that even mean what is a christian tone your tone isn't doesn't sound worship enough and i'm like well the worship sound doesn't even really have a sound because it's not about a sound right and yeah. and so my my whole argument whenever i have this argument with somebody is that this isn't necessarily a genre right it's become a genre worship has become a genre unfortunately but the of it, right the premise of it isn't about the genre it's about what the purpose is right sure yep. and uh to to kind of finish off with what i'm saying it's very unfortunate that we had to that we had to dumb down the innovation and musicianship of musicians in the contemporary christian music world so much that they're not even respected yeah. And so my whole thing was guitar players and bass players and drummers should be playing absolutely crazy things and also playing things that are not crazy at all but are super innovative. Yeah. We should we should be super artistic whether it works or not. Super artistic stuff just to show the the talent that God gave us. Yeah. And what a shame that we're in a world that it's nothing new, but what a shame where we're in this world where in contemporary Christian music musicians aren't even allowed. As a matter of fact, it's almost frowned upon when a guitar player plays something that is non-conventional. Dude, and I, I remember think that Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? No, no, no. You were you were you were going. You go ahead. No, uh I, the the last thing I was just going to say was I think that the new music that the others is going to have I think it's going to embody pushing the limits of what this industry is kind of saying that you can't do or it's kind of frowned upon. Yeah. We're kind of kind of embody that because we're just showing all the talent that God has given us. Yeah. And you know? I to kind of keep going off of that I Um, and and I don't know this thought isn't all the way fleshed out but I, I hope I think it was God ministering to me I was thinking about modern day worship and the worship that's going on now what the worship that's popular with Maverick City and Bethel and Hillsong and all these people and I think to Cain and Abel and the different sacrifices they offered and why and God um, approving of one and not approving of the other. 
and every time I hear that it's always taught you know the heart behind what they offered um but when I look at what God asks from us you know he asks it's not that he God asks a lot from us he asks for everything he asked for our entire heart he asked for us right so he died on the cross for us so now we give our life to him and we give our heart to him and that is worship this daily sacrifice showing and and showing to others showing to ourselves that god is worthy to be worshiped yeah right so that's worship worship isn't this like you were saying worship isn't a genre of, of music it shouldn't be and unfortunately it has become but worship is our everyday actions of us sacrificing our entire lives and our heart to god modern day christian music does like that modern day christian music is all about self and how god can pull through for you and how god can give you and how god can provide for you and there is a sense and a context with that context where that's okay in the sense of I am reminding my soul that God has provided and been there for me before and he is faithful so he can he will continue to even through my struggles but when our entire worship has become that instead of we're worthy to be worshipped simply because you're God there's a problem yeah and when I look at Cain and Abel's sacrifice the materials they sacrificed specifically there's a very big contrast Abel said a lamb a living thing not the best lamb he sacrificed and that's what he sacrificed to God Abel uh, Cain sacrificed things I think it was some plants or some food or something and yes of course what his heart behind it was a little off but also Abel went out and sacrificed this thing that he had a living thing right Cain didn't and when I look at what God asks for us he doesn't ask for us to give him back or or um to quote unquote worship him because of the things that he's done we can because he is God right but we're asked to him because of who he is and what he did on the cross not necessarily what he's given us and his blessings exactly I look at modern day Christian music worship music the music that's used in churches to worship God and all I see is is a very selfish worship and and I think also here's a problem and my mindset behind the songs when i when i sit down and write songs for the others is i'm sitting down to write songs to to worship god i'm not sitting down to write songs so that a church would pick it up and worship god and i'll explain the difference if i were to sit down and try to write a song for the for a church to want to worship god with it I'd write a song that's like appealing and would make churches want to play it in their worship time. But when I sit down, I don't think about what would this church like and what would other Christians like and what would that other church like and what would churches like so that they can play it in their in their I think about it and I sit down and I'm like 
and I can honor you and worship you in this song that I'm writing. And there's a difference. In the lyrics, although the lyrics are important, and I and I put a lot of thought into the lyrics, I put a lot of thought into the music and the instrumentation. And yes, there is a sense where I think that quote unquote showing off too many guitar solos and too many drum solos and quote unquote showing off you have to check your heart of course but if i'm worshiping god i'm going to give the best that i got yeah and i mean it comes down to being a good songwriter right if yeah it's 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 like you know it's 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 what it's this conversation where i say you know how about you know if you look at the song right does the song call for it or does or it doesn't exactly if it does are you not going to do it because you're afraid or are you going to do it because the song's telling you to do it right the song will always lead you to do something that and i'm saying hypothetically i'm not saying as if the song is an an alive being (laughs) i know when i talk about the people look at me weird i'm saying hypothetically a song's going to lead you to yeah. doing something that it's 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 kind of it's kind of just implied right yeah but, you know so, yeah, so i mean like I'm when, I'm, when i'm writing a there. book when i'm writing a book and a story the story leads you you start off with something you have a plan and as you write you're like wait i need to change this up because the story's not going there it's the exactly. same thing the story it's talks to you yeah exactly and the, the song and talks the, to you the lyrics aren't the only things that are telling you a story you know music Uh, too the music's telling the story it's not even like it's that and and then some because i've been watching some videos trying to learn on youtube it's not even just like the music and the instruments it's like how you arrange the notes and what notes you use and in what order and what chord you're using you're writing the song in and like even down to that tells a story yep Exactly. And that's something else. I, yeah. I don't have the I don't have the knowledge, but sitting down with you and 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 the team that we're going to use to 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 write songs, I want to keep that in mind. Where let's go all the way down to like the notes we're using and in what order they're in. Of course, then that tells a story. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny you say that because one of my favorite solos of all time is called "Tornado Souls" from uh, Megadeth, and. Okay. Uh, it's a beautiful name. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, praise God. Uh, two, two of them. Well, one of them got fired for for something stupid, but uh, you know, a couple of members uh, are born again Christians. Nice. And you know, it's it's, uh, it's awesome. And um, you know, back in the '80s, they released this record called Rust in Peace, and that's like one of the pinnacle Megadeth albums, probably the best Megadeth album, in my personal opinion. There's a song called Tornado of Souls. And the solo is so iconic because it it's it progresses and it's leading to something. And I remember my teacher long time ago when I had a you know my first real guitar teacher, like my third one, his name is Oz Marlin. He was telling me, say this solo embodies everything that's great about a guitar solo. Mm. And I'm like, wow, that's a that's a bold statement. And he goes, let me, let me sit you through it. And we listened to the solo for like 30, 40 minutes, analyzing every little thing. And it's funny what he was saying. It really does tell a story. And yeah. people don't think about that. People think that the solo is just, all right, let's, 
let me see how many scales and arpeggios this guitar player knows. No, that's not what a solo is. A guitar solo has really grown something to become a verse and chorus. It really is the same thing. It really is just a section of the song at this point. It really has nothing to do with, um, okay, now the guitar player has to showcase his, his 15 years of skills. No, it's, it's, you know, that's the wrong approach. Sure. And I think that that's, I think that that's one of the actual big issues um, that I think a lot of artists and some parts of the industry still don't understand is that there are sections for certain things that don't necessarily have to be a spotlight moment. It's just grown something to become another section of the song. You're just calling it something like a solo, but it might as well be called a post-chorus, post-bridge. Same sure. thing, you know? A um, sticker. It should be, could be called anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And and yeah like that 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 to me is everything just really understanding and i know i know that you know we started off on one topic we got to like two to other different topics but that's no, what makes that's a good awesome. podcast right that's awesome yeah yeah um <laughs> um the important thing about songwriting is where the song leads you um and you can't be afraid to do something because it goes against the norm um that's not being a good artist a good artist does something regardless of right i think art is meant to be appreciated i do believe that however i think art is also a true expression of the artist Mm -hmm. right um of course my personal opinion is that i think that god created art for it to be another avenue to glorify him sure i do 100 believe in that but also, it's 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 great that God created something for someone to express themselves. So I believe that art is meant as well for you to truly express yourself, even if that means it is something that is not necessarily popular. Yeah. I think a good songwriter can write something that they know will be popular, and that's great. You can write something that pays the bills. But a lot of times, what's meant to be, in quotation marks, popular the industry will tell you that you have to make a lot of sacrifices in my personal opinion people don't care that much i think they just want to hear something that's real and good they don't really necessarily care about what the industry says but uh going back to the whole contemporary music thing unfortunately i i i i see that the contemporary christian music world has adapted a lot of secular things that i don't think even belong there such as yeah. being extremely formulaic and making something that has really no substance or meaning to it. Yep, not at all. And that's a, None that's at all. Barely any, barely any biblical meaning to it. You know? Just a whole bunch of words vomited just like over and over again that sound really Christian. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm, and I'm not going to knock on every single artist because i know that there are real christian artists that are part of that industry there's there's and, two that i can think of that i really personally like casting crowns and for king and country oh god i love casting crowns i love both of them and for king and country is great i, I went great. i just recently went to a free concert they had outdoors for king and country no i'm sorry not for king and country um casting crowns oh really you saw them live i saw them live bro they oh, are how are they 
they're fantastic. They're I fantastic miss, live. I miss when they came with Hillsong. I wanted to see them. Oh man. Oh dude. I love I love that I caught them solo. It was just them. Oh God. Dude. And it was a free concert and everything, bro. That is amazing. Yeah, man. That is amazing. Oh they were man, they were amazing. They're they really good. They're and I I love their songs. I love how they write. Um the lead singer he's actually a, a youth pastor up in somewhere i forget he's actually a youth pastor and a lot of his songs come from like his sermons like he writes out a sermon he preaches in, then he writes a song that's amazing i didn't know that yeah wow you so, know that's so funny um i was just talking about a song that i want to write for the record that i was saying the uh, the super heavy one Sure. But there's a song, and I've just been in this place where I'm like, you know what? Like, I really want more of my lyrics to be God-centered. Okay. Um, and it's been just a desire I've been having more and more. And I was hearing a song from Black Sabbath. I know it's kind of funny going hmm. leading up to saying that and then going back, you know, it's fun. Uh, there's All a song called the Electric. Yeah. Um, there's a song called Electric Funeral and it's about uh, you know nuclear war okay and I was I was listening to the lyrics and it was so the lyrics were the lyrics were just as heavy as the guitars and I was like man you know I would love to write a song that it had the lyrics have weight you know it was like and not to say that I haven't done that before, but just really something that had real weights. Yeah. Really, you know, and um, I was reading the book of Ezekiel and there's a part in Ezekiel where um, he gets a vision of a archangel and this archangel has eyes everywhere, has wings covering its feet, his arms. He has wings on his back. His, his archangel has four faces. It's got like a face of a man, a face of an ox, a face of an eagle. Um, and there's like a bright fire light lightning. And and I'm like, man, you know, it's kind of funny. This is the most metal Bible <laughs> bird. <laughs> Angels are metal, bro. Yeah, I know. The arch- the way the Bible is describing archangel is like, man, it's so metal. And, and not the so same. So metal. You know, yeah, I know. And the part I was saying that it's, 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 uh, it was burning like, uh, it was like, uh, it looked like burning coal. So it was like, it looked like it was on fire. And I, I said, man, that looks, that's such a metal imagery. And it was funny. I was thinking about that because I was thinking about revelations. Yeah. And I was thinking about it would be an absolutely amazing song talking about what is to come Hmm. right the bible has the bible has verses that you can take straight out of the bible that really fit in to the genre yeah straight out of the way straight out of the word i think of uh i think of uh war pigs oh yeah like the way you're the way you're talking about it the first song that came to my mind was war pigs yeah and that's also talking about political you know you know uh, politicians sending people sending soldiers to war for money 
Sure, yeah. And, and the way that, like, apocalyptic and stuff like that is just, that's the first song that came to my mind. Exactly. That, you know, and it's, it is, you know, and, and the reason why, and the whole reason why I'm bringing this up is because there is absolutely no excuse in any genre to really say something straight out of the word and i'm and obviously i'm i'm, I'm speaking to the, the christian artist specifically there's n- absolutely no reason to have to work your way around using real biblical resources in your lyrics because you could yep. take things straight out of the bible yep let's say for a rock artist or a metal artist you can take things straight out of the bible and somebody reads it and they go man this is intense sure yeah <laughs> you know there's no excuse None. and and i don't know why there are things in the word of god that have so much more meaning than some of the worship teams that we're listening to and they're rewording a lot of things to make it sound more emotional and more uh uh you know and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that i, I want to have a moment where I, you know, I can cry and worship. I, I love that. But when you're using lyrics that's so like, oh, God's gonna, God's gonna give you a miracle. Okay, well, you know what? What happens when you're in the knit and grit like Job was? And, and he he's crying out to God and he does it. He just decides not to. That's, what if, that, what if, you know? God- what if God's answer to you is is what uh, God's is what uh, God answered to uh, Paul? My grace is sufficient. Stop. Paul prayed three times for a miracle. God said, "My grace is sufficient." Basically, he said, "No. My grace is enough. enough. My grace is enough. I'm enough." Exactly. exactly. What if that's his answer? I'm enough. Yeah. What if the only miracle God does in your life is save you? Is that enough? Yeah, exactly. Should be enough. I mean, eternity with him. Exactly. You know, I say that the greatest miracle Jesus ever did for any of us is salvation. And anybody that focuses and switches the priority and puts miracles and seeking miracles before salvation and like life change in the sense of us ourselves becoming better people better humans closer to the humans god originally created and of course we're not going to get there ever until we die but denying ourselves and allowing the holy spirit to chisel us and transform us and rip out things that aren't uh, godly and and burn things into us that are instead of focusing on that we're focusing on miracles and blessings we have our priorities completely completely um switched yeah absolutely absolutely and i hear that you know i when people i and i say stuff like that and i hear people I know what they're thinking and I hear it all the time. Uh, I never said that God's blessings aren't amazing. I never said that. But what I am saying is that when you are in a relationship with God to get stuff from him, that's not what it's about. No. 
That's not what it's about. I'm not a Christian because I want stuff. I'm a Christian because I am transformed and yeah. I cannot go back. That is why I'm a Christian. I am completely transformed. I don't even think the same way. I am not the same person. I can't even try to be the person I was before. <laughs> I am completely transformed. Completely transformed. That's why I'm a Christian. I'm not a Christian because I want stuff from God. God can give me stuff. That's great. But if he doesn't, it doesn't change the way I am. Yep. It doesn't change God. And it doesn't change God. And it doesn't change God. Exactly. Because sometimes God wants to be the only thing that you focus on because you're so focused on other things. You okay. want all these things, but then God's like, how about me? Wild, bro. I know. Wild. Bro, I'm happy and I'm really glad that this was the first episode of season three. Yeah. Really awesome conversation. Um, Hard to start with the bang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and, and leave today's episode a little bit short. But, man, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be talking to you. I love just having... I really... This podcast has become more of an excuse just to talk to you. <laughs> and to, like, kind of, like, force my friends to talk to me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Um, I love the time I get to spend talking to you. And I love the time I get to spend talking to everybody. Listen, uh, thank you guys for everyone that, that listened today. Um Keep an eye out for Ornamentals, new music, new music video. Go ahead and check out Ornamentals, current music on Spotify, on, is it on Apple? Yeah, it's on, it's on everything. Um, it's on everything. Music. Go ahead and check out Ornamental, yeah. Ornimental, O-R-N-I, Mental, M-E-N-T-A-L. Um, go ahead and check them out on Instagram. Same thing at Ornamental. Check out Danny Perry on Instagram. I don't know his Instagram handle. Uh, <laughs> I think it's uh, was it Danny Perry. I don't even remember. Danny Perry 77, something like that. <laughs> Just check out Ornamental. Just there you go. check out Ornamental. <laughs> um, check out check me out on Instagram, uh, Rudy Garcia Books. And go ahead and check out my um, the Instagram with me and my wife, Jeans and Rudy. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uploading some uh, videos and and content and information on on real estate since I got I just got the license. If that's something you're interested in, uh, maybe looking to buy, sell, or just learn, maybe get your own license or learn a little bit about the whole real estate business. Go ahead and follow me over there, Jeans and Rudy. Also, if you want to keep updated with everything that's going on with my life the bit i try to post a little bit more over there um go ahead and follow jeans and rudy go to rudygarciabooks.com to order the book forged by fire book one of the through the flame series and subscribe to the email list to get to keep updated on everything that's going on with the book and am i missing anything are you missing anything no oh, be on the lookout for a brand new song from The Others, our first song that we're oh, dropping. Oh, of course. Dropping really, really soon. Very soon. Is there anything so else? Hot. That's it, man. Thank you guys for listening. 
Um, again, thank you guys. My name is Rudy Garcia with Danny Perry. That 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 space right there that I left, that's for you to say your name. Oh. <laughs> My name is Rudy Garcia. And I'm Danny Perry. And this was the Against the Gurn podcast. Thank you guys for listening. You guys have a blessed day. God bless you. <laughs>